Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. We're that podcast that we celebrate the Jeep Life, and we are proudly presented by Armalite, the toughest flooring on the trail. Um, I can't say enough good things about Armalite, and now that I have Red Pin in the studio, tell me about your Armalite, kid. I love it so much. It's yeah. incredible. And the amount of times I've literally just like blown air into it and gotten all the dirt and stuff out because we've had the top off for oh, yeah. a couple weeks now, taking off the hard top, getting an, a soft top on its way, right? Yep. Um. Yep. So and so a bunch of stuff gets in it, but you can just open the plugs, get it all out, and it's seamless. And the back, the back is so tightly done. It's so nice. I love it. I. I I could go on and on about how much I love it, and it's so comfortable. My feet isn't hot. My feet aren't hot. Yeah. On the flooring, which it kind of was when we just had regular pads, I'd yep. it'd get a little warmer than I would like it to. Especially now that I'm driving, like the differences between it are just yeah. it's quieter. It's oh, it's perfect. I love it so much. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I so Armorlight. If, if you're listening out there, um, Dave and Kel and team, uh, the TJ is absolutely spectacular. The TJ version is wonderful. Um, when we when we first did the JK versions, when they first came out several years ago, um, it, I liked the fit and finish, but it, the instructions didn't say do anything with the seats or anything, and you just kind of were on your own to, to do that. The TJ actually has you pull all the seats and the console, right? Yeah, the console came out. You did that part, so I kind of forgot about that. But yeah, right. I was able to get the seats out even with my back being pulled and stuff. So yeah. yeah, and then you put it in. Yeah, and that allows for such a seamless fit. I think the fit and finish on the TJ is as good as the J. Actually, I think it's better than the JK and JL version. It's. I mean, I've seen. I've been in yours. It's. I. I mean, maybe I'm biased because it's my own car, but it's perfect yeah it is perfect (laughs) that's a good way to describe it it wasn't difficult to put in what i was expecting was um that i was it was going to be a four-hour project it was going to take forever and we were going to get frustrated yeah and i mean you get frustrated with most projects because something's bound to go wrong (laughs) that's right nothing goes perfectly right but it was you weren't frustrated with the pro the um product you were frustrated with the vehicle not <laughs> right. like one of the bolts being rusted and having to worry about that or, yes which yes by the way every project you do on a tj there's going to be one bolt and it's going to be the last <laughs> one you do it's going to be rusted and That's you're right. going to be like great now i have to get it cut off or <laughs> figure yeah. something out so that i our thanks to armor light for their faith in us being one of our sponsors and um you know <laughs> putting it a, a the TJ flooring in for you was pretty awesome. Oh yeah. And it, uh, it also told me where to cut it, which was nice. It, it did give you guidelines. There were different guidelines for different TJs, different years. Yep. So, but one, and it told you on the directions, which one it was. And it wasn't yeah. like labeled on it or you cut all of them. And then yep. you realized, Oh, that doesn't work for how I want it. <laughs> right. No, you cut it once and you are set for the whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. So cool. Thanks to uh, Armor Light and for making that happen. As you can see, I'm your host, Jeep and Terry, and I'm joined by my kid, my um, mini me, if you will, um, Lex, Lexi. And um, she goes by Red Panda. That's her Jeep. Yeah. Um, Red what Panda it? Uh, Adventure on Instagram. Yep. You've seen me on there. I do just, I'm always working on that Jeep if I have time. <laughs> right. Whenever I have time, when I'm not doing my sport or some school activity. Yep. It's awesome to watch you um, do that. And I admire you tremendously for the effort you're doing. Yeah, but she's she's on us tonight. Um, she has a 2002 um, TJ um, Red. It is truly a mini me. Yeah. Um, Sadly. <laughs> what color would you have chosen if you had... I don't know. I think I like the yellow. The yeah, the yellow nice. looks good on I the TJ. I do like yep. the yellow. Um, 
But I'd probably go like a black or orange. I really like the black with like you can pick whatever color you want the accent and you have more like control. Whereas this, it's like I could do black or I could do black, (laughs) you know, that's my (laughs) my two options, which I do love the red and black color scheme. I mean, that those are my school colors. So it's like, I mean, I've been used to it for for a while. uh, What? 12 years of my life now. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome. And I, you know, I know this week we did some work on, on Red Panda, oh, yeah, well, you know, right? We well, oh, quite well, a bit, yeah. quite a bit of work. I was thinking of the tires, but. Well, let's yeah. talk about the tires. We You put new tires put, and wheels um, on. Yeah, Mickey Thompson, Baja. Boss, ATs. Yeah, Baja Boss, eight, and uh, what is it, 33? 33, yep. Yeah, and then I took your old wheels, the. Um, the Baja Extremes. Yeah. Um, the, from Quadratech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got in a in a nice gray gunsmoke yeah, gun right? gun metal gray gun yeah metal, right? yeah yeah it's a uh, nice in my i think it looks kind of funny just because i'm not used to it because yeah. i had like the puny tires that were on there before <laughs> right but they like stick out they're big and like i don't have a lift on my right, jeep yet right, right. so it's low centered and it just <laughs> When I first saw it, it looked kind of funny to me because I wasn't expect. I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. But since we have like the uh, trans, what is it? That because it's a different type of wheelbase or like connecting oh, it. Oh that yeah, extends the, it out an yep. inch. Now what she's talking about is is she has some oh, wheel, adapter. adapters, wheel adapters, right? I couldn't to think go of from um, JK four point five yeah. inch um, lug pattern to a five and, and a half. Mm-hmm. Um. And I wanted to go with some TJ wheels, but it just wasn't in the budget. Yeah, no. And I had these 17s, you know, laying around waiting. And so we just, um, we made it work and it, 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 it looks great. Um, so I've got gold and red work really well. Oh, Cause yeah. you had talked about that at one I point. Ha- well, no, I was thinking more tan because of a red panda, you right, know, they got right, the tan right. accents. But you can't really find a lot of the things that are tan, <laughs> right. so I just decided, I guess, I'll lean into what you have and do the black and red. <laughs> so that's where I'm going with that now. And, you know, blue and red look look good together. Yeah. Uh, our friend, um, Huddy's wife, Jess, um, she's got, I love her blue accents on her red Jeep. You know, Those are nice, yeah. We could look the same, but just those blue accents really change. Yeah. Maybe I'll look <laughs> into it couple more colors doesn't hurt anyone yeah so i those mickey thompson's i've been looking at those for a while yeah from my jeep um they're all terrain but they're the beefiest all-terrain tire you've ever seen they're definitely beefy i oh. and they're really super quiet on the road they're yeah, actually they quieter than the street tires you took off yeah well those were and those weren't in those great were questionable <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> those were like barely had any tread on it and you were yeah. like it's a safe. Oh well. Yeah, I wouldn't let you drive if it rained. We were we were not taking that vehicle. We did though. Every once in a while, but mm, no. Sh- don't tell mom. <laughs> um, but that's a perfect size um tire. They oh, look yeah. beefy. Look beefy, um, yeah. They I know that my good friend Matt has a set on his and I after wheeling with him, I'm like, those do just as well as MTs. And they'll do like I don't know if they'll. I think they do better on roads, right? Or they're quieter oh, def- on they're, roads. It definitely, it's what they're made for. Yeah. So you you have to look at how much time you spend on a road versus how much time you spend on the trail and what trails you're going to do. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I have uh, off roaded once. <laughs> you have, and it and was not we, in my team. <laughs> we we talked about that last week. Oh, you didn't. Yeah, and oh, um, I. I know that you're, we're waiting to do a two and a half inch lift on yeah. yours. Not a huge lift, but you know, just something to get a little more space in the tire well. And it will allow you, two and a half will allow you some, some flexibility. Yeah. So. And what, right now I don't even have my license, so I can't right. be you, going anywhere anyways. Like on Not my on own. your own. Right. Exactly. So. Uh, we did that. To your Jeep this week. Um, Dr. Don, I spent some time with Dr. Don and he, he mounted those for you. Yes, love it. And um, we appreciate him. We've got an upcoming episode where Dr. Don will join us in the studio and is going to um, do a um, 
kind of a recap of a, an event he's got going with our friend Ron Harrington. Um, and you know, we love Ron and, and the stuff he does with Overlanding. So it'll be a good recap of that. But we went over to um, Frank, our driveway mechanic. Yeah. He wanted to 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 share an experience with you. Yeah. So we we did some maintenance on your Jeep. Yeah, he taught me how to change my oil, do some brake fluid and some other fluid of yeah. some sort that I'm not thinking of right now for <laughs> some reason. Coolant. Yeah. Got it. We we looked at it looked at it all under the hood. Yeah. Which was great. Um but you you changed your oil for the first time, which is that kind I of did. a um a great thing for anyone to be able to do but let alone a 16 year old um kid you you've turned so many wrenches on both yours and my jeep but for you it was good to do it on your own tell me a little bit about that i mean it was a great time until i burned my fingers you know let's (laughs) go with that (laughs) um but yeah learning something new i've been wanting to learn this for a while because it's a good thing to know and i know i was going to need it eventually yep so i uh so thankfully Frank offered to do it. Uh and I don't know, it went smoothly. I was able I did all of it by myself. I learned what socket my uh drain plug takes. I yep. took it off, burned my fingers slightly, but <laughs> it's fine. Well uh, we, we let the engine cool a little bit. Yeah. But obviously not long enough. No. It was still nice and warm. Yeah. But it, it, yeah, your fingers aren't used to. Yeah, no, definitely. To it, that's that heat, that's so. the only really reason. I mean, I think the uh, the filter was still quite hot. Yeah. Like I don't think a lot of people could have handled that heat, to be honest. Because yeah. I held it for like two seconds, it got warm. It's and then I was like, "This is burning. It's going to fall out of my <laughs> hands." And then I dropped it and made a mess a mess in Frank's garage. Yeah. Sorry about that, Frank. <laughs> it wasn't the first bit of oil that's no, touched his. No, you can his, see it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Between his Mustang, uh, or no, his his Corvette, Kirk's Amy's Corvette. Mustang, and both of their Jeeps. Yeah. There's been oil on the floor in oh. the garage. Well, you can see it. <laughs> no, right. I just added to the stain. Uh, so that was great for you to learn that skill. I know that in, in the 4.0 everything's super easy to get to. Oh, yeah. It's all right at the top or maybe like you have to reach your hand in a little bit. Yeah. As someone who is very short though, yeah, yeah. it's hard to get to some of those places because you got to like stand up, lean over, try not to touch all the hot bits as you're like putting your whole body <laughs> weight into the Jeep upside yeah. down. Yeah. But I mean, once you get it like loose, it's really the loosening part that's the toughest. Yeah. Um, Because you got to put like your whole weight on it and like, I had no ground. I was standing on a plastic step stool. Right, right. and I was like, this is going to fall. This is going to fall. I'm going to like, I'm going to die somehow. <laughs> right, right, right. But no, it, it, I mean, it was fine. Uh, you look mostly graceful. I've got a couple yeah. pictures of you, of you working in it. Oh, in the head. I was thinking it's going to fall. It's going <laughs> to fall. <laughs> no, you're doing great. And then, yeah, you did, you did drop the oil filter into the oil and. My hands still hurt. What do I have to say? <laughs> How many times do I have to say this? It wasn't my fault. Uh, it, no, that's okay. I mean, <laughs> accidents happen. Um, and then we, we talked about how to check your oil, yeah. how to check your other fluid, your mm-hmm. transmission fluid, your brake fluid, your, um, coolant. coolant yeah. I, I think our next project for, um, Red Panda from a maintenance standpoint will be, um, a, another fluid situation. And we're going to talk in in the main portion of the show tonight about some of the maintenance and, and how you can um, do that your, yourself. And, you know, look, if a 16 year old kid can do it um, on a 21 year old vehicle, um, you can get under yours and, and do it. So I feel like that's an insult somehow. <laughs> it's, it's definitely I, not. I think it is. I think he's <coughs> trying to insult me. <laughs> no. I'm not, I wouldn't be so sure about that. Um, so in the news, this is kind of a, a thing I picked up in the middle of the week and it's, um, it's interesting. And you know, you and I, Lex, we, we point out every four by E oh, yeah. that you can find, right? Oh yeah. There, we parked next to one earlier today. I was like, I oh my God, look. Um, I love the four by E and the plug-in hybrid. Um, I'm excited about mm-hmm. the potential of an all electric Jeep. Oh yeah. Um, I do know that that's coming and that the head of Jeep really wants to increase, um, the wheeling factor yeah. factory. 
um you know like the new the new ones um especially the 20 the 2023 um rubicons they're yeah. getting a 10 out of 10 right now on wheeling oh, factor wow, really? straight off the cuz they, they come stock with Whoa. 35s they oh, come um bigger than my jeep already yeah. straight out of the lot wow um and you know the crawl ratios are really really solid you know it just so it's it, they're wheeling beasts jeep isn't backing down on the wheeling factor yeah um so it i can't wait to see what they do with you know the the plug-in hybrid yeah. and the full electric in the future well, for for wheeling yeah well with the hybrid you can already tell that thing has power behind it right like when you hear it start up, it might not be that roar of an engine, but yeah, yeah. you can like tell it's with silent. like the, well, you hear a little bit. I mean, there is still an engine inside yes, of it, so yes. you hear it. But like, it has the vibe of something that could like tow something of a million pounds. Well, so it, it, I don't know, and and this is you know a fault on my part. I'm not sure on you know if if the plug-in hybrid has increased the towing capacity. But I know that it's increased the torque yeah. to the point that the plug-in hybrid is instant torque that's greater than um, what I have in my JK or what people have in their JL. Um, and, you know, just at speed, the torque is rated exactly the same. Yeah. So it, it, it's definitely a, um, a powerful little, little thing. Now, speaking of the plug-in hybrid, the 2024... Um, edition of the Jeep Wrangler will have a Sport S series in the the plug-in hybrid. Oh. And that means that it'll there's a lower cost option oh, that's nice. for for people wanting the 4xe. It started out in the Sahara and then went Rubicon and then added um some other um trim levels and the Willys, but now They've added the Sport S trim level, which is the lowest, but it's dropped the cost on it by over four thousand dollars. Wow! Um, from what the twenty twenty three models are. Yeah. So that's that's exciting news. Um, can't wait to see more four by E's out there. Then it's going to be more populated with that if it's yeah. cheaper. Well, it's already yeah. the most popular plug-in hybrid. Period. Even over Tesla? Well, I, not a Tesla. Never yeah, mind. it's a fully electric. Fully electric. Um, My bad. But it is the... the um, oh, we're getting an instant update. Thanks, Jamie. Um, the tow rating is the same on the 4 by E. Oh, right, yeah. So that's that's awesome to, to know. Um, Thanks, Jamie. But couple the $4,000 less on the Sport, which has you know the same drivetrain as everything before yeah. it. It'll have the you know two-point liter... Um, 2.0 liter four-cylinder turbo. Um, it, it's it's a good buy. I I have a sport. Yeah. You have a sport, we, and you know both are very yeah. capable. Oh, very capable. Yeah. Uh, and then then on top of that, there's a th- what was the tax tax credit? Um, thirty-seven fifty three thousand seven hundred fifty dollar tax credit. For the plug-in hybrid, wow. so you you can it it's the four by e is more expensive than the the traditional three point six or whatever. As expected, right? As expected, but with the the tax credit and everything, I think it's a fairly affordable entry point for a plug-in hybrid. As a sixteen-year-old, what <laughs> is a tax credit? Uh, well, it basically is exactly that. You get that money back. Oh, okay. Um, I think I haven't bought a, a vehicle with tax credit. Sometimes you can actually roll that into your purchase. Oh, okay. And get that money immediately off of the instead the, of getting it back later. Right. But okay. I'm not. I don't know the details on that. I don't pretend to be a tax professional. But that's basically oh. what you get. Is somehow you get thirty seven hundred and fifty dollars credit to your existence oh okay whether it's in that purchase rolled into that purchase or as a part of your taxes later on Mm, um i i don't know the specifics on that but it makes getting an electric vehicle or a plug-in hybrid more desirable yeah and that's the idea um but yeah so i'm excited about to for that um you know just gets more vehicles 
in people's hands because I, you know, we all know that Jeeps are not inexpensive. They're not cheap. No. Um, but knowing that the Sport S model is going to be a little bit less than than what was originally, you know, what's available today mm-hmm. out there is, is a big deal. And what are the prices around for today? Um, I think around 50 for the plug-in hybrid. Okay. Um, and about $10,000 less for the non, for the traditional. Um, I'm glad I didn't try to get <laughs> a <laughs> recent Jeep. I like yeah. my... My TJ is good, and 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 you know, of course as you go up and and model and model it's going to be more expensive yes, and raise the price because you yeah. Get, yeah of course isn't that how everything is? that's exactly how everything is all right rolling into events and Bantam Jeep Fest was this um was, yeah this weekend I didn't get to go this year um it you know just the way things happen I didn't get to go. Um, I know Billy's there getting content for us and 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 working it. Um, wish I could have been there. Shout out to all my peeps at, at Bantam, um, but we'll we'll make that happen next year for sure. In July, July is getting busy and it's coming up quick. Um, New Jersey Jeep Invasion, Wildo, New Jersey. I'm going to be there. I will be there. Um, I'll be helping out with some dirty dog four by four. Ooh, yeah, that sounds nice. So we we have a dirty dog four by four um sunshade on for the Jeep. Oh I, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. use it all the time, but no, it, it's yeah. fun to, and it looks great. We love the hair going back and forth in our <laughs> in our vehicles. Um, so I I'll be there. It'll be a good time. So make sure to come see me on oh, the evening events. I'll do live broadcasts and stuff from there. We will make that happen, and it'll be a great, great time. I'll be trying to make it there as I'm, well. I'm but trying. To, I'm trying to get. Red I might Panda only be there. there for like a couple days, and if I am going separately, like you'll go early, and I'll. Yep. yep. I will be bringing Red Panda. Yes. Hundred percent. Yes. So if you all want to see it, <laughs> I will try my best. Yep. So that'll be that'll be fun. Um, the following week. July 22nd, 23rd, PA Jeeps All Breeds Jeep Show in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And I will be there as well. I think I'm available that week. We'll see. So we'll I see. might be there as well. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Um, that's always a great show. It's um, uh, The cool thing I like about that is, well, both of these have obstacle courses and they're you know, Wildwood's on the sand. Oh. How cool wanna, is that? I want to go on that sand so bad, except yeah. the cleanup. <laughs> oh, I don't no. <laughs> want to deal with that cleanup. All yeah. the windows are up and the hood is on. We are yeah. not trying to get as little sand as possible. Yeah. Just face it, you're going to have sand everywhere. Well, that's why we have the armor light, because you can just blow it right out. Great investment. Highly recommend. <laughs> Truth. Truth. Um, August 24th, 26th is Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. I will be there again. I'll be hanging out with the Armorlite guys, and and my Jeep um, Kylo will be in the booth. I'll be there, probably doing some live broadcasts and and stuff. So that'll be a lot of fun. Ocean City Jeep Week is the same weekend. Um, it's in Ocean City, Maryland, and I would love to be able to go there, but I can't split myself in two and yeah, and go different states. That's that doesn't really work, huh? And I love Tennessee. Well, I I, I would hope that you would, considering <laughs> your mother lives there and it's your home state. Yes. And your brother. Can't forget your brother. Can't forget there. him, no. I would love for him to bring his Jeep up. That'd be a lot of fun. You should try to convince him. I'm kidding. Uh, if you or anyone you know has a Jeep event and you want to get on our calendar of events, all you have to do is email us at info at jeeplifepodcast.com. And we will add that to our calendar of events. I think we're going to start taking September um, events very soon and putting those up on the the event calendar because it's coming up uh, the summer. It just started. I mean, literally just started this week for us. And I feel like it's coming to an end. I mean, my September is busy. No kidding. (laughs) Every day. Every day. Um. I am in love with the fact that you 
are doing your own maintenance. Yeah, I mean. And and you're, you know, we've we've talked about this on the show um that Lexi has we, we joke about it all the time that he, she's turned as many wrenches if not more on my Jeep as I have. Um but <laughs> but now she has her own Jeep. <coughs> and I couldn't be prouder of what you're doing and how you're taking care of that Jeep. So that inspired me to think, what are good regular maintenance items? Um, That's to a great question for anyone who owns a vehicle. To kind of do. And it, it, I mean, you can take this across yeah. almost everything across any vehicle. Yeah, of course. I mean, maintenance you have to do on every any single vi- vehicle, not just a Jeep. Yep. Um, so... You know, there are regular maintenance items that you should do all the time. And then there are some that are time period related. Yeah, yearly, monthly. Yep. Bi-yearly, annual, biannual. And since we just did the oil, that is something you should do every three to 5,000 miles, depending on what model Jeep you have, what oil you use. Um, for the for the TJ, we're going to do it every 3,000 miles. Oh, I, I thought... I thought it was five thousand. We, we we did use a a um, synthetic blend, but we're going to do three to five. But in in between three to five thousand. Yeah. But it, we're going to start thinking about it at three thousand miles. Oh, you said when we did it to check it like twenty five hundred yep. miles to make yep. sure that everything's. I want to make it's sure not it's not black by super black and 25. everything's clean. We've got plenty of oil left in there, right? Yeah. Um, the good news is when we did your oil. We had plenty of oil that we pulled out, so you weren't burning and losing a lot oh, of oil. Oh, yeah, no. I had... I think four and a half um, Oh, quarts. yeah, it was four and a half minus the stuff I dropped out. Yeah, so. right. So <laughs> it was probably closer to five. Yeah, probably um, closer to what you bet it on. But. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's not bad because that engine calls for five and a half to six mm-hmm. quarts of oil. Yeah. So I think, you know, we were pushing the, the time frame in the, mm-hmm. in the miles before we did it. Um, but I think it was a real good place to do it. Um, <laughs> I, I, I love that Jamie included this. Always check your blinker fluid. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I, oil is important, and and I'm glad we did that, and you got to experience that. So change your oil between every three to five thousand yeah. miles. I'm at 131,000 miles-ish, so I'm doing mine a little more frequently than I did um, when, it, when it was newer. When it was newer, I was doing about 5,000 miles, but now that the engine's getting a little bit older and I've got plenty of um, mileage on it, I'm going to do it um, a little more frequently, right around the 3,500 miles. That's why miles. I'm around at the 132. Yep. I think I'm like 135. 135, yep. And some change. Yeah. yeah. Um, 35,000, not 100. While we were under the hood, we checked some fluids. Yeah, we did. Um, What fluids did we check? Uh, Coolant, brake, and obviously oil. That's not fluid. And um, transmission. We did do transmission. Yeah, that was the one. I I knew I was forgetting one of them, but I couldn't think of what it was. Um, The one fluid that we didn't check, and I I realized this... um, as I was driving my Jeep was we didn't do anything with the wiper fluid and um, yours is empty. Is it, oh yeah. yeah. Cause whenever you pull it, it like tries. Yeah. So we need to, we need to get some um, wiper fluid in there. I think that's very important. Visibility is a, is a real thing. You want to be able oh, to, yeah. Yeah. You want to be able to see. Especially recently with the, all the, the smoke, smoke and the dust. And yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, we haven't had rain in a couple weeks. We, we didn't rain today. Huh? It rained today. It did not rain today. It sprinkled. It did not. Yes, it that did. That was a sprinkler system on the field. No, it was not. That's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. On the way home, it sprinkled slightly. Okay. For like uh, two seconds. I'll and I mean word two seconds. Um, filters. Yeah. Um, you When you change the oil, you change you check, the oil filter. Yeah. Oil filter. What did we check? The air filter. Air filter. Yeah, it's. Next time we do the oil, we got to change the air filter. That's exactly right. Your your yours wasn't clogged or anything. Nope. It was medium clean, so we'll do it the yeah. next time. But you want to make sure to check that so that your engine is getting a good, clean, cooler air stream into the engine um, to mix 
with the uh, with the fuel and, and sure explosion. You got a good explosion on there. Yeah, gotta gotta have it. Yeah, it's a combustible engine. Hey, that's um, for newer Jeeps like JKs, JLs, and JTs. You want to check your cabin filter, and the cabin filter is. I, I think on all of these vehicles, it hides behind the um, glove box, but it's the filter that filters out all the air that comes into the cabin, um, not through the windows or doors, but all the air that you get through your yeah, I don't heating have that. and cooling. You don't have that. I get to breathe the oil air. Um, last time I checked mine, because I wheel in um cold country there was a lot of black coal dust and it yeah. was completely clogged and i pulled it out and it was black and i'd only it's only been a year since i changed it so i was like oh some of that stuff's going in my that's, lungs for sure that's some silica dust for you yeah for, too. yeah for sure so Silicosis change those out um they take maybe eight minutes to change out at the tops unless a bolt's rusted which is bound to happen well the good news on those you don't have any bolts you're, Do they just slide right out? Yeah, they you remove your glove box, you lift up a little thing, pull them out, put new ones in, you're golden. Perfect. Yeah. No rusty bolt. Uh, As you can tell, I have a problem with rusty bolts. <laughs> they annoy me. Yes. Yes. It's only happened on every single project we've done. All right. Brakes. Now, we haven't gotten into brakes with your vehicle yet. You helped me do brakes on mine. Yeah, and, uh, and mom's a old couple one. Year. That's right. And you did, yeah, that's yep. right. Um, and then we got rid of it. Yeah. So, good news is I checked your brakes when we had the wheels off right. um, doing the tires. You've got life on your front pads. You're good. Good. I'm not um, going to die one of these days. No, and, and, your, and your rotors look good. So, you are good with that. But check your brakes on a regular basis, you don't want those wearing down to the metal and, and you stopping is important. Also, you'll hear it when it gets, yes, it, you will. It doesn't sound pretty. Yeah. I remember when yours was running and you would drop me off at school and everyone would look because <laughs> you sound, it was so loud. Metal and, on metal. Ooh, I don't like metal on metal. Not a great sound for me. Don't like it. Not many people do, but. So brakes, if if they need repair, do them. If you're a handy person, do them yourself. If not, go and have somebody do them. But um, usually, if you belong to a Jeep club, you can put it out there and, and you'll find someone serve some pizza and, and adult beverages, and yeah. you'll find somebody to come over and, what, bring and a help you. Pack yeah. a beer and some pizza and why are you why why are you you're my 16 year old kid you're not supposed to know anything don't about. act like you don't bring it up every time we go to billy's every time we go to bill right? yeah, yeah so uh definitely um check your brakes get those um fixed and replaced if you've lifted your rig and we've talked about this before on on if you've lifted it and gotten bumpers and all this stuff you've added weight bigger tires um get a bigger brake system oh yeah um you need that stopping power to stop the mass that you're building mm -hmm. up so when you do use brakes yeah. invest the money in a bigger make sure system. you're like testing it out making sure that the weight distribution when you're driving feels right because you don't want one of these days you just put like something really heavy on and then you're driving and you rear end someone because you weren't expecting. <laughs> That's true. The, because once you add more weight. It's going to, it takes, like think of a semi. They need a big braking distance. Yep. So stopping distance is a real thing. Make sure that you are, before you even drive on the road, make sure that you learned where your brake stops or yep. else you're going to rear end someone and then get sued. Yeah. And it, you know, with, with, with mine and, and now yours, we're adding weight to it gradually. Yeah. So we may not even know when we hit that critical mass yeah, no. point. It's really only for like, if you're adding like two or three things. If you're adding everything all at once. All at once. Yep. Because that will change it drastically. Like with mine, where you just added heavier wheels, they're stopping actually shorter than what they were because yep. they actually have traction. Yes. So I don't need to stop as far back as I was before. Still am. Oh, they they did add <laughs> quite a bit of traction, and yeah. and I tested the brakes hard on the way home. Uh, right after they were done, I was like, "Oh, these do catch." I'm glad we switched them. Yeah, well, so but if you're putting it all at once, just have it in the back of your head. I need to test the brakes out before I drive on 
any road or yeah. how fast it's going to stop and maybe some hard brake touches, some small brake touches, just to make sure you don't rear end someone because you know that Jeep is going to pummel into the person behind it. It's not going to stop. You got <laughs> right. that bumper on it. Even just a stock bumper will ram into it. And Yeah, yeah. Speaking of tires, tire rotation. Tire rotation. I've done that. Yep. I have. Um, you've done that on mine. Yeah. And I think it's real important. It, it, I guess the rule of thumb is like every every oil change, do a tire rotation. I five thousand miles mm-hmm. is is a good I, rule of thumb. I'm I'm due. Maybe I'll get that done this week. Do rotation. If you look online, um, there are good guidelines for tire rotation, especially putting in your spare tire. How that works. Um, if you have four tires, I, how to do it. I know the five rotation one. Yes. Um, so I believe, oh wait, yeah, I it, don't. I had it for like a second cause I could picture it in my head and now it's gone. Yeah. It's really hard to describe if uh, you look, just Google search. I believe, and, I believe it's left bottom up to the right top, then bring that right top down and then take the bottom right up to the top and then you somehow that's if you're doing four yep. though i think so um it it gets confusing when you say bottom to top and left to right yeah look on a diagram it's it's that it, it's that simple look I've, it up online you'll find it i've i've done it multiple times i even you know, i go to a, a tire shop sometimes to get them to do the rotation and i have to draw them a diagram because most of the time they don't rotate in the spare and they're used to doing yeah. car so <laughs> but definitely something you should look at because you want your tires to wear even. And sometimes with the toe and, and everything, it, 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 you're going to wear uneven. Just do it. Do yeah. your rotation regularly. You, you'll have quieter tires and your Jeep will love you. Yeah, exactly. You want the Jeep to love you or else maybe it won't fight you as much when you're doing repairs. That's right. Um, lights and bulbs. Oh, I've done a lot of those. Yeah, we need, what we have, we have. Uh, my reverse your reverse lights, lights I the forgot. bright reverse yeah. lights we need I, to I'm going to guess those. it's something with the cord cuz it's not the bolt it's not the bulbs yeah right? so we so. need to test the the electricity coming to it we've got to do a little testing and and find those out the brake lights and air, turn signals those all work the reverse lights that give you light back there we need to take a look at and that and it's one works does it i think so right i don't remember but I, we we need to look at that. I think it's only one that doesn't work. Yeah. Um. So people do can see that I'm backing up, but yeah, one side's not that illuminated. Not so illuminated the, at all. The important part is definitely turn signals, headlights. Make sure to check those on a regular basis. A lot of times you go to oil um, change service. They want to. They'll have you turn on your turn signals and check those for you. Um, but it's easy enough to grab a, grab a partner and go back there and say, hey, I'm putting my brakes on. Is there all the lights on? I'm mm-hmm. turning my turn signal on. I'm turning my headlights on. I'm turning my fog lights on. Yeah. Uh, oh, fog light. Missing yeah. one of those too. So we want to make sure that you go through and check all of those. And if, you know, a lot of the stuff is LEDs that are self-contained now. Yeah. So it might not be a bulb, but there are some bulbs that, that can oh, be changed. Yeah. And some die. I mean, bulbs have... Long lifetime or short li- short lifetime, depending on which ones you buy. Yeah. And I mean, AutoZone has a great selection. Just look up what type it is. And yep. Or order on, on Amazon. Yeah. Now, here's my recommendation. If you're going to change a left turn signal bulb, change both of them at the same time, left and right. Change them both. That way, you know that they're, you're starting out with two, bul- working, ones. two yeah. working ones that are about the same age. And if they come in the same container, then they are the same age, by the right, way. Right, right. So make sure to, if you swap one side, go ahead and swap both out. Plus, what will, what, what does it hurt? Yeah. Doesn't hurt anything. Just put, put it in. Yep. And um, so with lights and bulbs, we got that. Our headlights now, most, you know, most people are going to LEDs, so it's not a bulb yeah. switch. It's actually. It's just like a full. And the only thing there is maybe the circuitry goes back because most LEDs last for forever. Um, Or a while. Yeah. Windshield wiper blades. Those need, you can tell when those need replacing too. (laughs) (laughs) You can tell most of the time, yeah. 
Um, but you want to you want to actually pull them off and look oh, at them, yeah. even if you're not seeing signs when they're working. You pull them, you know, pull the pull the wiper blade back, and you can see if it's dry rotted or pitted yeah. or cracked. You probably should replace those. I think I'm on the verge of needing new ones. We're close. Yeah, we're close. I think it can wait a little longer before yeah. we get them, but next paycheck or something like that. Yep. You got to have money to, to do I, these things. I, so. I do need money. <laughs> right. Um, but wipers, I you can go for the cheap ones, but since we're Jeepers and we tend to expose our windshields to more things, bugs, dirt, mud, grime, I would spend money on the nicer windshield yeah. wipers, uh, you know, ones that are designed to not just be the basic move water around, but yeah. more Get to hold up to everything bug and because our windshields are ba- ba- they're vertical. It's oh, there's no aerodynamics in a Jeep. Come on, <laughs> right? You should know this by now. It's yeah, it's straight up and down almost. So, <laughs> and, you know, your TJ is more than my JK, oh, yeah. and my JK is more than JLs and JTs. But they're still straight up and down, and they 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 attract bugs, mud, the bugs, rocks. like the bugs, the bugs, like, the rocks too, like our windshields for yeah, yeah. Um, so something we experienced when we when we took your Jeep the first time with tire pressure. Oh yeah. Um, we were overinflated a little bit. Yeah, we were. And we were perfectly inflated if, if we were, you know, driving around a 5,800 pound, um, Jeep, if we'd my have put Jeep those tires on mine, but no, your TJ is super light. My, my TJ is super small and light and, yeah. and doesn't so we need, need a lot of air in it. We took three pounds of pressure yeah. out. It's like 20. Well, we did it when it was hot, but it, it. So it was around 28, 28, 28 when when it was when it was cool, and so we took it down to twenty five. Um, mm. Basically, took three pounds of pressure out. Uh, what what was happening is you we could tell right away that they were crowning a little bit. So the the center part of the tire was dirtier than the outside well, part of the tire. He could tell. I did not know what he was talking about until but he once explained I, it. Once I pointed well, it yeah, out. Well, yeah, once he you. pointed it out, I just didn't know that's how that worked. I yep. just thought you were hoping that it was the right one <laughs> and you would find out when it exploded. Yep. And so we, we took that down. So you want even tire pressure across the, the surface of the tire. Um, and I think we're pl- pretty close to that. I want to drive it on a dirt road. Yeah. Maybe we'll do that on the way home. Um, just to check out the pressure and see where it's at. I, I think we're at a good place. Yeah. Um, but I want to double check that, but tire pressure can make a difference of everything. And the more you add weight to your tire, the more the more you're changing the pressure that it should be. If you look on the side of the door, depending on what tires you have, I I, I am nowhere near the tire pressure that's recommended that's on, for my Jeep because oh, I have different yeah. tires, different weight. Different weight, yeah. <clears throat> but if you're underinflated, meaning you have too little air, you will really cup the outside of the tires yeah, and they will wear quicker than the inside of the tires. Mm. Um, and that'll make for a louder ride, um, less safe, less grip, all those sort of things. If you're overinflated, you will wear down the center of the tire quicker. Yeah. And then that just makes it nasty and in rain and stuff. So your traction will be low on the road. So you want to make sure that you get those tire pressure right. And if you have, you know, you're, I've always ran 30 through your pounds. Well, what kind of weight situation have yeah, you exactly. added to the, your Jeep? Double check that. Do a, do a chalk test or mm-hmm. I, in this case, we're going to go to a dirt road mm-hmm. and, and see how it, how, how much dirt is picked up on the center yeah. versus the outside. And the chalk test is pretty simple. You can take um, like sidewalk chalk or whatever and do maybe, you know, six inches of tire from inside to outside. Just cover it and then go drive straight for a while and then see where your wear is. Mm -hmm. If you're overinflated, the inside of the chalk will be worn out and you'll have chalk on the outsides. If you're underinflated... The outside part will be worn down, and the inside will be a little bit darker with chalk. So you know, do that, and if you got even wear all the way across, you're golden. 
Um, so I recommend doing that. If you haven't done that in some time, do it. Also, don't worry about it being a couple like point PSI is off. I know sometimes. Yeah. In my head, I like it when it's at that like perfect zero <coughs> mark, but yeah, it really doesn't have to be as long as it's closer to that zero mark. Right. You don't want it to be like, say we want it at 25. You don't want it to be at like 25.9. That's right. that's thirty. No, I'm not thirty. That's uh, <laughs> that's twenty six. That's twenty six. Yeah. But if it's twenty five point one or twenty four point nine, yeah, like, okay, that's yeah. You're absolutely perfect. right. Absolutely right. Um, and the last thing is something we should do on a more regular basis, myself included. We should crawl under our jeep and tighten some bolts. <laughs> right. <laughs> Tell me about that, Lex. What was it, the crossbar, or what was it that was really loose? The control arm. Control arms. Yeah. Seize, right? it's yeah. The control arms were, like, basically loose. Yeah. We were, were actually missing off. a bolt on. Missing a bolt. The other ones were, like, falling off. You know, just the normal stuff that happens. So of the, course, he doesn't want to check that. The common bolts that need to be tightened. Check your control arms. Those um, are the easiest yeah. to get to. Check those. Uh, and make sure they're the tightened and torqued. Ones properly oh, was it not your axle that was about to fall off too or or your no, powertrain it was my drive shaft, drive shaft. which is you know up here in the list so control arms <laughs> control get those track bars oh yeah um, track bars. you want to make sure your track bar because your um jeep goes up and down that track bar moves in this motion and unscrew can definitely un unloosen yeah. um Check your steering components. Make sure those are nice and tightened. Uh, I know that for a fact. My steering stabilizer just came off on it going down the exist highway. Anymore. It doesn't exist anymore. No, it doesn't exist. Um, it's actually in our garage, scraped up and um, <laughs> not used. Um, drive shafts. Make sure those Please drive make shaft sure bolts those are bolted. I beg are, of you. I do not want to hear that a Jeep has flipped because it fell into the ground. That's right. As it would dig in. <laughs> yep. It would dig in. Your Jeep would go over, <laughs> yep. and then it would be on all the newses. It would be all the newses. Um, so make sure all those are tightened on. With with mine, mine, a couple mine were loose. Almost all of them were loose, actually. And all of them were the, loose, the Jeep was vibrating to no end. It was loud. It was, yeah. you could tell something was wrong. Yep. And, like, whenever we would take turns, it would squeak from the control arms, and you'd be like, mm, maybe we should check that out. Yep. So, so we pulled over to... Harbor Freight. No, we well, were no. in Ace Hardware. Ace Hardware. Yeah. Got tools for it, tightened as much as we could, yep. and then took it over here and got and then some of it. tightened done. everything else. Yep. Yeah. Um, lug nuts on your wheels. Oh, yeah. Make sure those are torqued to spec. Not over torqued, but torqued to spec. Um, all of these should be torqued to a spec, mm -hmm. and a, a simple Google search with your Jeep will give you the torque specs for all of these items. Does the year have to be? Yes. The, so you have to do like model, make model and yep. year. Basically so with like, yours, 2002 Jeep Wrangler. PJ. Yep. And um, and you'll get the torque specs for that. And uh, you, you definitely want to torque them to the right way. Mm -hmm. If you over torque in, you, you have run the risk of breaking the bolt. Yeah. You have um, damaging the, the equipment. If you don't torque it tight enough, it's going to work its way off. And then more might make way its work off. And then yes. tire falls off in the middle of the road and you're out of a tire. <laughs> yes. And on the ground trying to figure out what just happened. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, I, it, it is important that those torque specs are made, but the, you know, those are just some of the, some of the maintenance items, um, that we have, discovered and you should do on a regular basis uh, maintenance is part of owning a vehicle yeah I mean, and if you're not capable of doing it fine grab you know take it to a professional that can mm -hmm. or if you belong to a jeep club you know buy the pizza and and the adult beverages <laughs> or packs of beer as, as lexi says sure. <laughs> i can't with you um but definitely do the maintenance, get it done. If you have a particular maintenance item that you think I missed, um, info at jeeplifepodcast.com and let me know. Or, you know, 
all of our social medias, just go there and say, hey, Terry, you missed this. Or, you know, hey, have you thought about this? Um, but definitely do that. We have a new listener voicemail, and it's in the show notes, 484-272-5436. We haven't gotten any calls on that lately, and so I had to get a new number and everything. We would love to have that so we can play them on the show. We yeah. we do love doing that. Um, Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Jeep Life Podcast, and that will get you to all of our links everywhere. Uh, leave us a a a note somewhere. You know, give us a review. Uh, I, here, I, this is me shamelessly plugging. Me shamelessly plugging. Give us a review. It makes a difference on how we show up in um, our rankings and our ratings. So please give us a, a review. If you haven't reviewed us on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or any anywhere where you listen, please do that. It it means a lot to us. Uh, we you've re- you've reviewed us. Have I? Yeah, it was a long time ago, but you reviewed us. Good. I didn't think I did that. <laughs> I was a little worried for a second. I was like, ah. Yeah, and I I love that you came on the show tonight. Um, where refresh people where they can find you on Instagram. You can find me at Red Panda Adventure. Just look that up on Instagram. You can find me there. I am working on getting some YouTube videos, trying to see if I can do that, make a channel out of that, and maybe when I'm working on my Jeep, I'll make some videos, post it out there. You can see the progress even more. Yeah. When I'm going off roading soon in the future, <laughs> I'm hoping. For Jeep Enthusiasts Fall Trail Ride. Oh, yeah. I should be able to make it out for maybe the Sunday after, not the Saturday. I do have a game. Yeah. But the Sunday, I'm hoping I can get out there and get some off-roading. So you maybe I'll be posting that, and you can see my first time taking it on the trail. Yeah, that would be awesome. It's It will also be Red Panda Adventure on YouTube as well. <laughs> nice. Maybe with some numbers behind it, but I assume <laughs> if you look up Red Panda Adventure, that'll just come up. Perfect. I love it. Hey, Lex, thanks so much for hanging out with us tonight and sharing you know, all the Jeep stuff that you're doing. And uh, I, I think we'll have Break It Billy back in the studio next week. I don't know. I, it's, it's all up in the air. We're, we're, it's our busy time of the year. Uh, make sure you come see us at all the um, events that we're going to be at. I was reminded that September 21st is the Fall New Jersey Jeep Invasion, and that's in Ocean City, New Jersey. Great event. I love the fall event. Uh, they do a real good job there, so make sure to check that out. As always, I'm Jeep and Terry. Break it, Billy's not here, but he would do it anyway. Here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>